It's time for Hey.com. This is the podcast where we help you grow your customer community through helpful how-to videos. My name is Dane Golden, and today we have Tom Breeze of Viewability in the UK. Tom runs the agency Viewability, and also he's just written the book Viewability, Harness the Power of YouTube Ads, and Be There for Your Customer When It Really Counts. Welcome, Tom! Thank you so much, Dane. It's great to be here. Thank you. It's great to have you. So, Tom, let's get right to it. Why did you write this book, Viewability? Very good question. Um, I think YouTube ads escapes a lot of people. I think that they realize that there's this powerful platform that they could be advertising on. They could be getting in front of their customers and something goes wrong. Um, <laughs> they don't create videos. They don't know how to run AdWords. And sometimes the whole thing can seem a bit scary and daunting. And I wanted to just almost demystify the complications because video doesn't need to be that difficult. Anyone can create good video as long as they're shown how. Um, the AdWords interface doesn't need to be as daunting as it sometimes looks. And as long as you know what you're doing and you're shown what to do, then it's actually a lot easier than um, it needs to be. But also I think there's this disconnect for a lot of people between advertising traditionally with text and image ads and using video. Video carries a lot more weight, carries a lot more meaning behind the video as well. And so it needs a different approach. And understanding that advertising and the creative mix gives you a unique perspective and i think youtube is such a powerful platform and when people aren't taking advantage of it or they're not getting in front of their customers when their customers are looking for them it's a hugely missed opportunity and that's why i wanted to write this book so people could understand how to advertise on youtube and get great results by understanding the fundamentals and that's why i wrote the book and it's written in such a way where people can pick it up and read it on a flight and not get bogged down in the data um, but more a case of understand the strategy and then feel like at the end of that book, they have a much further understanding of what's needed and how Absolutely. to make YouTube ads work with their business. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm certainly enjoying reading it. I read it uh, quick. I read it through quick and I'm going to read it again and, and probably a third time because you're so, so knowledgeable and you've had such success, but I am going to take the opposite viewpoint and say YouTube ads don't work. Because sometimes you hear this and, so, and someone says, I tried advertising on YouTube. Yes, this, uh, I got a million views, but somehow no business came from it. And, and, and they think, well, YouTube just doesn't work, so I'm going to try Facebook or TV or Instagram. What do you say to that person? Are they a, are they a good client for you? I think that, well, let's let's move the client opportunity to the side for just a second. I, right. I think that when it comes to, when it comes to the um, advertising in general, no matter what you do, be it YouTube, Facebook, Google, Taboola, any other ad network that you might think of, it's difficult. It's not easy. It's it's never been easy to advertise, and it's not kind of a it's not. Um, and it's not a um let me ask you this you... let me ask you this is is getting a million views on your video that you ran as a pre-roll ad a success if it turns into money well it depends on what you think success is i suppose if you're looking for brand awareness and it's in front of the right people and you didn't make sales but you weren't looking for that 
then yeah, you could deem it as a success. Um, if you're more in the direct response market and you have a million views and no sales, then I would deem that as not a successful campaign. A lot of good money gone to waste. You probably could have run it in a slightly different way and got much better results. Um, but, but yeah, I, I would say that a million views with no sales isn't great from my perspective. But you're, but you, what you're focused on with YouTube ads is actually getting sales, actually driving business, not one of these car ads that just runs in front of everything and you always see it, but you're not actually buying that car. Precisely, yeah. So we, we are very much direct response. We want to spend $1 and get $2 back and do that as many times as we can, or if not better than that. Um, that's kind of like the focus that we want to have. And yeah, so those people that are kind of trying to advertise on YouTube and don't get results, it's it's sometimes because people go into YouTube and they, their audience isn't there for them. And so it's always going to be difficult. Um, and sometimes they take the wrong approach to YouTube ads as well. When you when you try and create a one-size-fits-all ad, like a car advert where a beautiful car is driving down the mountainside and you're trying to get in front of a mass audience and expect really good results, that's really tough to do that. It's much easier to say, when my customer types in this search term, I'm going to be there with the most relevant ad. I'm going to give them exactly what they want in the video, and I'm going to give them an offer that's perfectly relevant for their search term. So it's almost like they can't say no, and I'm going to just be there, be really relevant, be really useful, give them what they want, and then the ad campaigns tend to work pretty well. And you just build it out like that, and then you start doing that rinse and repeat, creating more ads that are relevant to the viewer and offers that go with those ads as well. And if you, me, if you get that piece done, it works well. Let me ask you, uh, let's dive into that word direct response, because that has a, a traditional meaning in marketing that usually has to do with mailers and so forth. And I frankly haven't heard too many people other than you use it in, in terms of YouTube ads. Could you describe what you mean by direct response? Yeah, what I'm I'm wanting from the viewer is a response directly off that ad. Um, so if I run an ad, I want people to click, take some sort of action on my website. I want like to respond directly from the video ad itself. And most direct response ad campaigns, you're looking to get a return on ad spend or what some people call a ROAS. Um, people are looking to say, if I spend $1 from that ad, I want to push into a landing page, get someone to buy something or sign up to something. And you're asking for that immediate action from people. And that's the direct response nature that we're looking for. Do you, do you have campaigns where you just show someone one ad and that's the entire campaign? They are sold on the product. They buy the product after one seeing one ad one time? Yeah, a lot of our campaigns are just like that. So That's amazing. The, yeah, well, um, the whole approach is, is pretty much that every single time. It's not this big brand awareness build up and then sell people. Um, if you create like a 90-second video that's really powerful and it's really relevant to the viewer, there's no reason why they wouldn't take action. They're going to YouTube in the first place because they're looking for answers. They want to know something or do something or buy something. If you turn up at that time with a 90-second video that pitches the perfect thing for them and they know it's like, ah, oh, that's what I've been looking for, great. Let's sign up to that webinar. Let's go and buy that product whatever it is you're pitching at that point. If you're being super relevant, it's actually very easy to make the sales um, as long as your offer is really compelling. Well, I want to I ask about that relevance in a second, but I also want to first compare just briefly 
how is you how are YouTube ads different than let's say TV ads or maybe something on the social media end like Facebook or Instagram, but in relation to video ads on those platforms, is YouTube is video video no matter where you are? No, it's it's very different. So your viewing experience, if you let's say for example you class together social media for a second and put YouTube into that category. I don't feel it does fit into that category, but if we compare online versus TV, for example, TV tends to be um, very, very much, if you're going to advertise on TV, it's very much information-based. It's difficult to make it direct response unless you ask people to phone a number or visit a website, and still that's difficult to get people to do that because they typically have walked out the room when the adverts come on or they're not paying attention. And so they're not there to watch your ads um, and it's not on their own device. There's no clickable link. It's it's a different type of approach with TV. Whereas when you look at um, the social media platforms, then if you were to do it for a comparison between Facebook and YouTube, for example, you pick up your phone typically to go to Facebook, and you might want to connect, see who's see what notifications you have, see if there's anything you need to respond to, start a conversation, that type of thing. Um, so you're engaged, but it's until someone engages with you. The social platform is more a case of it's it's passive until you get into something and you scroll through your newsfeed. With YouTube, it's a different platform again because with YouTube, it's more of a kind of like a search engine. You're going there to look for information. You're, most people go there because they want to know something, do something, or buy something, as I say. And as a result, it's a platform where you're leaning in. You're looking for information. You're already motivated. And so – your psychology when you get to the platform of YouTube is very much like you're wanting information. And so as an advertiser, if you're getting in front of those users that are going to YouTube looking for information, you already know they're motivated. You're not having to interrupt them and grab their attention and um, do some crazy stuff to motivate them to listen to what you have to say. With YouTube, you're getting in front of them and you already know their motivation. So you can be – your ad could be different. Well – I will say I will say absolutely, and I always agree with you. But I wanted to also add that that some people are looking to come on YouTube and just see something funny, but a lot of people mm-hmm. do come for research. Yes, I must say that. So, yeah, so fifty three percent of people, apparently, according to Google, are going to YouTube for entertainment reasons. They're looking for inspiration. They are into their extreme sports. They want to watch Justin Bieber. Those types of searches. Um, those are more inspiration or entertainment type searches. The 47% of people that aren't doing that are typically using it as a search based platform and they're looking for to learn something, do something, buy something. Um, so we all love an unboxing video. We all love a tutorial video. We all love a educational piece on YouTube when we need more information. That's why we're going to YouTube when you want to advertise, if you're advertising, those are the sorts of people you want to be getting in front of because they're already motivated. And if they're typing in things that are relevant to your business or things that you can help them with that are relevant to your offers, then you definitely want to be there. So, so what you were talking about is people asking questions and you're responding to their, their questions at the right time. This is what you talk about in your book in the right time. What do you say exactly in the right moment? Could you please say that? Yeah, so we tend to look at it as a moment, a a customer moment. What is that going on for that customer in that moment? Now, we might know their search term. We might know what they're typing in. That's one thing. But we need to start to think about the context behind that as well. Like, Have they been doing some searches before? Um, Are they 
in a, what's going on psychologically for them. Are they male? Are they female? What age range are they? Are they at home? Are they on a mobile or on their desktop? If you get really clear with the visuals, what's going on, if you can paint that picture in your own mind, then it makes your message so much easier to present because it will immediately think, okay, I'm going to be speaking to a 45 year old male who's, who's on his mobile device looking up this keyword. Now, what am I going to say to them? Now, when you know that, let's say, for example, they're looking for best guitar tips, for example, Mm -hmm. um, then you might say, okay, cool. They're typing in best guitar tips. Now it's probably likely that they're okay at guitar ready, but now they're wanting to improve in some way. Now, if we get in front of them and we give them a couple of tips and then say, hey, look, if you like this stuff, we've got so much more in our library for you, which you're going to absolutely love. Click here, go and register, and you can get instant access. You're likely to, to generate good quality leads very quickly and for a good price as well. Um, if someone's going to YouTube and they're typing in which stroller is right for my kid, um, what's the best stroller 2019 or um, or 2018, depending on what year you're in, of course, um, and then if they're looking for that information, and then they might even refine it further to say the McLaren X140, um, best places to buy, or I don't know, whatever you, whatever it could be. They're going to YouTube, they're looking for this information. They're looking for parents to give other parents good information. But you can put your ad there to say, hey, we're doing a sale right now, or hey, this is the product you've been looking for. If you want to come and try it out, you can do it down in our store this week um, at some point. Or it could be anything. You could just think about what you're offering and make sure it feels right for the viewer right. and make it really easy for them to, to say yes to it. Hey, so on this podcast, we emphasize the opportunities with marketing on YouTube via how-to videos. Now, if someone's doing a lot of organic how-to videos, meaning they're not using them for paid on their channel, should they amplify many of those videos by either doing discovery, which is the search or suggested video ads, or in-stream, or should it be more of a custom video? Should they really, when they're doing ads, should they make them custom? For, for sales? Yeah, I would, I would customize them. So you can take a very similar content and turn it into an ad. So if let's say, for example, you did the three best SEO strategies for video, for example, I don't know, like something, something along those lines. Um, so you're, you're looking to get, if someone's typing in video SEO, you're thinking, right, this is going to be my audience. Now, if you get a video ranked there for this content, Fantastic. That's amazing. Um, and you probably want to provide really good content because then you get lots of comments, likes, subscribes, um, everything that goes with SEO juice, so to speak. Um, now, if you were to run it, that content as an ad, you would want to tweak it slightly. And you can probably create the same video, the same shoot time and just do another version of this of the same content. But what you would do instead is you'd say you'd kind of present them a framework or an action plan and say, look, there's three things you need to do to really improve the SEO of your videos. And I give them one of you, one of them to you right now. Let me just go into it in more detail. So you give that one tip Mm -hmm. and then you can kind of frame this action plan around just like if it's one, two, three, there's people love things in threes, but you can say, right, here's the three things you need to do. And you might name them something. So it's easy for the viewer to understand dive into one of those and teach it and say, okay, so here's what you need to do when it comes to this first step. Like might be deciding your keywords, give them really good value and then say, um, so hopefully that makes a lot of sense to you. Now, if you want to go and get the second and third and also get 10 more tips that I've got for you, I've got a webinar coming up, click the link, 
go and register you're gonna love it so you just like don't give away everything you give away some really really good content so people believe you and trust you and see that credibility and the fact that you've got great content but then you're gonna have to tease them for the next part and um but yeah, yeah. But let me ask this though. So let's say I have a particular topic that I know I want to target people. Could you give me a little bit more information? So am I targeting based on search query, but not targeting them in the searches? I'm targeting people who have searched on that, except in the pre-roll before the video they watch. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, yes, that can be a way to do it. Um, let's let's get some context though. Do you have like um, an idea of what you want to be promoting? Let, let's say it's an online service of some sort. It's a SaaS platform, and they make a lot of videos, not just about. Let's say it's accounting software. So they make a lot of videos, not just about accounting, but good business practices that bring people in organically via search. So, I mean, you could certainly target anyone who's looked at their channel, but how else should we target if it's going to be a pre-roll, which is an in-stream ad on YouTube? Yeah. Okay, cool. Perfect. So what I would suggest is that for that accountancy platform company to to start writing down all the different points at which their ideal customers might be going to YouTube. So it might be something like creating a business plan or how do I um, do bookkeeping or what is the best platform for bookkeeping or might be like zero versus um quickbooks or something along those lines they're gonna they're gonna start to see a lot of like searches that have a lot of um uh, reach there's a lot of videos out there and have a lot of views out there um, and they're thinking right okay well if someone types in zero versus quickbooks as an example um those people are looking to do a comparison between those two platforms. So give them content around, okay, the benefits of Zero and the benefits of um, QuickBooks. And then if they're selling their own software, they might say, but here's where this other software that we want to propose to you beats these two softwares in our opinion. And you can, if that's what they're selling. Um, so you want to try to be as relevant as possible to the viewer. Give them, um, kind of tackle what they were looking for and then have a reason to talk about what it is you want to sell to those people as well. Now, if it's something that's, let's say, for example, you're selling software and they're typing in, um, uh, let's say, um, it might be bookkeeping tips, for example, you'd have a look around that and you'd and you'd look at some of the key phrases. Like I would actually type in bookkeeping tips and then see what sort of video titles come up. But also, you can see there's also suggest, keep an eye on what, what's coming up there as well because that's what a lot of people are typing in. And if you type in bookkeeping tips, you might say, right, that now becomes one of our key um, keywords that we want to target. We might be able to generate some placements from that as well. Like we want to advertise in all the videos that rank for that key phrase. Then you can say, great, well, we understand how we're getting it in front of that customer. But now the message to that needs to be, hey, here's a three-step plan on how to um, create the best or how right. to keep on top of your bookkeeping. Um, step one is this. Step two is this. Step three is download our software. It's, it's just kind of like that's Got the sort it. of approach to go for. Yeah. And, and, and could you give us some quick pointers about in the video itself the cadence the the speed of getting to the point or the or the length of the video what you know what should you talk about first you've you've created this whole science on this and maybe you could just Mm -hmm. give us a quick overview not the whole the whole thing yeah so so we use a, a system called educate and it's an acronym 
So there's seven letters of educate. Um, and it stands for the aim. So the aim of the viewer, tackle that one first. Then the difficulty, the thing that's standing in the way from achieving their goal, understanding, make sure you connect with them emotionally to let them know that you understand what it feels like. So if it's um, accounting, see, it's probably complete confusion about your books and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, then it's going to be, so that's the ADU of educate. Then you've got C, which is the credibility. Why should they be interested in what you have to say? Um, then the A is for action plan, like try and make a three-step plan so people can buy into it and just realize, okay, that makes sense. I can understand there's a three-step plan to great bookkeeping. And then um, the T of educate is teach. So you'd extrapolate one of those parts of the plan and give them a, a, some really good nuggets some information that makes them go, wow, that was cool. I didn't realize you could do that. And then the final part would be the E of, for exit of educate. And that's the point where you're giving a call to action and you're saying, Okay, here's what you need to do next. If you like the stuff you learned in this video, you're going to love what I've got next. And so that's right. the educate model. But I also would recommend that at the start of the video, you want to let people know that this is an actual ad. All of our data that we've taken from millions and millions of views for many clients, um, when we've looked at all the data that we've, we've, um, we've got, we've noticed that the very best results come from when we say quite early in the ad, hey, um, uh, you, would, you would say like, hey, we're going to cover so much more in our webinar, um, which you can um, click here to go and register for right now. But let me go into a little bit more detail about exactly what we're going to be covering on the webinar. Let me stop so you, you there. Let me start. So mm-hmm. what you're saying is that you are you're telling them you're promoting something and you're not waiting until the end of the ad to have something. You ask them at the beginning of the video ad or near the beginning to take the action. Precisely. So I'm I'm telling them this is an ad as quickly as I can. I want viewers to know this is an ad. I don't want them to get engaged in the story or engaged in the content and engaged in anything else like entertainment or anything like that. I, I, that ruins results typically. What we want to do instead is like, hey, this is an ad. This is where you can go and register for this webinar. It doesn't have to be hard sell. It can be soft sell. It can just be like, hey, I'm going to teach you the three things you need to know about video SEO. And by the way, I'm actually running a webinar on this. So you can click this link and go and register for it when you're ready. But let me just go into a little bit more detail about this right now. So you're kind of just a soft sell. You're just informing them this is an ad. But you still can provide really good content. Because then what you're doing is you're you're doing two things. One, you're making sure that if people don't want to carry on watching because they know it's an ad, they can skip the ad and it won't cost you anything, which is the one thing. So you get that out of the way before 30 seconds is up. But the second thing you do is you frame things psychologically so it changes the viewer's perspective. So no longer are they just watching the video thinking, this is cool, this is really good content. They're sitting there almost thinking to themselves, all right, convince me. Why should I join this webinar? Why should I go and do and- that? And, uh, and you, you said it really fast, but um, you don't pay until someone's watched 30 seconds. Is that right? Or they've clicked. Exactly, yeah. So the curse of YouTube ads is when you have someone watch past 30 seconds and then press skip ad button because you end up having a lot of people that are engaged and then don't go and click to go and register for your thing. So you want to get all those people that are unlikely to click and go and register out the way before 30 seconds is up. So if they press skip ad before 30 seconds, it doesn't cost you anything. Now, just as a heads up, about two weeks ago, YouTube changed the uh, financial model on that, and now it's changed to 10 seconds. So it's starting to change. I didn't know this. This is news. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, so actually one of my buddies sent it to me, in fact. And so I was like, ah, new information for me too. So um, the... 
we've not seen a huge amount of change in the pricing model, but we have noticed that engagement rates are now getting closely uh, aligned with um, performance of ads. So our kind of like our way of doing it might now need to be like selling, telling people this is an ad before 10 seconds is up, which is a bit more challenging, but it can still be done. Um, It just needs to be get done elegantly. And when people think about their ad and think about their scripting, they normally work out a way where it can be, be done before 10 seconds is up. And I think you, you've normally done video ads about 90 seconds long, and, and that may change with the new process. Is that correct? Yeah, exactly. So um, when it comes to um, YouTube ads, we, we don't tend to worry too much about how long it goes. Sometimes we have ads that are like 45 seconds in length. Sometimes some of our ads are, oh, we've done one which has been I think one our longest one was like 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. I think we've had some really good success with an eight minute one before. So it can, all the videos can be different lengths, but it's just the structure of it. That's really important. Like okay. just telling people that ad this is an ad before 10 or 30 seconds is up is important. But then after that, if you want to teach them stuff that's going to be super relevant for 10 minutes and then get them straight to go and buy something from you, that's fine too. Like it's, it's all about the, where you want to to engage people, whether you want to do it on the website, whether you want to do it on YouTube, it doesn't really matter too much as long as you get the same results. As if you Got want to send it. people, like if you want to send people to from watch YouTube ad and then go and buy something immediately, no, no opt in versus quick ad onto landing page, then they take the next action and then they go and buy something. Great, that's two different ways of doing it, but just have a look at the numbers and see what happens because sometimes. You can run some really effective campaigns when you don't even ask for opt-in and you just go straight to sale. Tom, I think it's amazing that you've given away some of your most closely held secrets. Uh, I'm going to read the name of the book again. Viewability, harness the power of YouTube ads and be there for your customer when it really counts. Where can people get this book? So it's on Amazon. They can go and download and also go and buy the physical copy on Amazon if they wish to. Uh, So just search viewability and it should come up, hopefully. (laughs) Um, And the other place to go to is viewability.co.uk. There is where the book is there. We've got some training courses. Uh, We've recently released a new training course, which is cool. Um, And um, the agency contact is there as well. So everything in my world is all on viewability.co.uk. And yeah, that's me. (laughs) Excellent. Thank you, Tom Breeze. My name is Dane Golden, and I want to thank you, the listener, for joining us today. Hey.com is about helping you grow your customer community through helpful how-to videos. How do you do this? By sharing your expertise. Because when you share your expertise in a way that helps your customers live their lives better or do their jobs better, you'll earn their loyalty and their trust and their business. Thanks to our special guest, Tom Breeze. Please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube and wherever you watch social video. And please follow me on LinkedIn, Dane Golden. Until next week, here's to helping you help your customers through video.